0: Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your own life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking massive action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adi. I'm your therapist, your coach, your mentor. Join me as we heal your life together. Hi, sister friend. So in episode nine, I'm going to review my nine takeaways from attending Oprah's 2020 Vision, Your Life in Focus Tour. She was on tour this year, which feels like a lifetime ago at this point, but I saw her in January, actually January 11th in Minnesota, and she was on tour to talk about how to really bring intention into your life and bringing this year into focus for yourself. And I went with a dear friend of mine, Monique, and we had the best time. I forever will remember that weekend as such a spiritual time and such a time that I really was able to see a lot of growth within myself and really have my friend Monique also support so many of the teachings and takeaways that I will share with you today. My hope is that in sharing this with you, there may be a takeaway or two for you to take and apply to your own life. Many of the lessons that I'll share with you today, I still apply to this day, and they resonate for me on some of my toughest days. I will really just remember them and bring them into focus and really ground and root myself in the teachings and the lessons learned from Oprah herself. Before we dive in, I'd like to give a shout out to a review from Jen Murray. With her soothing voice, Adit shares practical advice that you can implement right away. No fluff, just real help. Thank you so much, Jen. I really appreciate the reviews. If you can, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave an honest review. This really helps spread our mission to make healing more accessible, common, and empowering for women all over the world. Now just sit back, relax, maybe grab your cup of tea or coffee, something cozy and warm, maybe a blanket wherever you are, let's just dive in together and get ready for the nine takeaways from Oprah. Takeaway number one. Oprah talked about separating yourself from the swirl and really rooting everything that you do in an intention. She talked about how she never even leaves her house, she doesn't leave her front door unless it's rooted in her intention. If it's not connected to her purpose, if it's not connected to a reason why, her reason why, then she says no. So she really separates herself from the swirl and roots and grounds in her intention. So life can feel chaotic, you know, and remembering that the control really lies within you. You can't change things that have happened in the past. You can't control people's behaviors. All you can do is pay attention to your own behavior, your own reactions, and your own perspective on any given situation. That is where our power lives. You know, doing the inner work really means to understand that and understand yourself and expand the self-awareness so you can continue to harness your power from within. There's a great quote that says, "Life is 10 percent what is happening to you, and 90 percent how you respond to it." You know, everything going on in the world, even right now, you know, th- it's always constantly a swirl around us. Right, that 10 percent for each of us in our own way, and th- and right now, globally, right, we're in a pandemic. We're all experiencing that 10 percent, and. There's a lot that is out of our control in that place. And so that 90% becomes so critical, so important to separate yourself from that swirl, separate yourself from that 10% and pour your entire intention, your all your energy into the 90% so that everything going on really is within you and you can find the power, your center and your ground in this way, it's it's really the only thing that you have absolute control over. And so really focusing on that, what better time than now to separate yourself from the swirl? This doesn't mean not to pay attention to the things going on, right? Understand that ten percent, inform yourself, educate yourself, and then release yourself from staying in that swirl of the things that are out of your control and go into that ninety percent where you can really, harness your power and really respond and react and behave and think and move from within. And that's where your control, that's where your center is. Takeaway number two, you deserve rest. (laughs) You know, especially right now, a lot of people are struggling just being at home and finding the productivity that comes from rest. So it's almost like we have to learn to rest. And and when Oprah talked about it, right, she talked about, you know, you, there's many things that you might want to give your energy to, which is great, right? And it, and it requires a level of showing up. And she talked about how you learn to rest, not to quit. And so whatever that is for you, you really continue to allow yourself to put your energy into whatever that is important thing is that you want to give to the world or you want to give to others or give to your own household or give to yourself and just learn to rest within that time. You know, your well-being is dependent on knowing when you need to tap out and not to feel guilty about it. And if you do, just know that, make note of it, say, okay, I'm I'm feeling guilty for resting. Why might that be? Make a mental note of it, put a pin in it. And what I do, I really have to remind myself that. Resting is productive. And so not to wait for someone to tell you and teaching yourself that and practicing the rest. It's hard for many of us, right? And and like I said, myself included, I consciously make an effort to give myself permission to rest daily. And the way that I release feeling guilty about it is by repeating a mantra. Like for me, it's resting is productive. And so when I find myself resting and I begin to notice that I might feel guilty about it, I just tell myself, resting is productive. This allows my brain to rest and feel like that time is intentional too. Takeaway number three. Oprah talked about the disease to please. She really kind of coined that for me and she talked a lot about how early in her career, she was constantly trying to please other people. She wanted everyone to think she was nice and that she just gave everything of herself away to everyone and that just stopped working for her at some point she was like what is happening (laughs) i am tired i can't keep you know this is not sustainable and there's times where i am not nice right and she had to really learn boundaries and she this is oprah herself doing that and that resonated for me and i think many of you know especially for women and uh, in my culture specifically right there's a lot of ways in the middle eastern culture where kind of always taught early on that it's about the other person and you come at a sacrifice. So your happiness comes at the sacrifice of making somebody else happy first. And that doesn't mean you too sometimes, that means only them. And I no longer uh, can live with that. It doesn't work for me anymore. And I think for many other women, it's beginning to really not work. There's times uh, where you know, having this reciprocal energy where you give and take and you, you know, take care of each other, that's different. This isn't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the disease to please, where you change yourself to become someone else for the other person uh, at the expense and sacrifice of your own well-being, your own sanity. Uh, How many times have you said yes when you meant no? You know, Oprah says that when you engage in that pattern of behavior, you are betraying yourself. It's not selfish to put yourself first. When you keep putting others before your own needs, you build up resentment over time. You blame them and they don't even know it. And she even said how when you do that, you really make the other person a thief and they didn't even know it, right? So it's important to communicate your needs in every relationship. Having boundaries helps with this. In episode five of my podcast, I share about boundaries and how to protect your peace. If you want to, After this, binge, listen, go ahead and do that. It's there for you. But really, you learn what you need. You be clear on your intentions, then operate from that place. You really want to pour from a cup that is overflowing. And that way people get the best of you then. So when you say yes, when you actually want to do something, You don't deserve to betray yourself. And in this way, you become a better person in general in any given relationship, right? I know the difference now when I pour from a full cup rather than like a a place of fear or forced energy. And that doesn't feel good to me and it doesn't feel good to the other person. And it's just not fair to either one of us. If someone isn't able to understand that, then this might be the time that you really want to reconsider the relationship. Maybe you begin to distance yourself or... You really kind of over time learn to give your energy to the things and the people really fill your cup back up. And it's this mutual exchange. Monique and I did that for each other that entire weekend. It was a very much a give and take. She was pouring into my cup. I was pouring into her cup and you could feel the difference in that exchange. When I walked away, I felt very full and I felt light at the same time. Takeaway number four. I am not responsible for your emotions. I'm responsible for mine. Oprah talked a lot about how there's, I mean, she interviewed so many people and right in so many different ranges of emotions and stories uh, from people from all walks of life. And she really learned over time that she's not responsible for anyone's emotions. She's responsible for her own. And so when we, especially like for myself, I, I identify as an empath and as an empath really kind of absorb other people's energies, their mood, their even nonverbal communication. There's just like this sense of, I feel that other person's feelings and I've really had to learn boundaries to really protect my peace and really understand what I need as an empath to move through this world. So this one really was important for me and I took that as a lesson even to this day. And so not to take on other people's stuff, you know, don't rob them of their own healing work you can lead by example. I am not perfect. I'm a constant learning, evolving human being that is making mistakes. And then I want to learn from them. I want to understand how I'm being experienced. I want to be not defensive. I want to be able to say, I'm sorry, and not be prideful. Will I have moments like that? Absolutely. And then I want to return quickly back to learning and taking responsibility for my own actions, right? And holding my own emotions accountable uh, rather than making it about the other person and they it's their fault they have to fix me no i need to work on myself so in that same vein i don't take on other people's stuff either anymore right if they're going through something i'm a, i'm there as a compassionate person i'm there to listen i'm there to offer whatever they need in terms of like a hug or a listening ear even some space if that's what is required for their peace whatever that is but I won't take that on as my own work to do that's not my healing that's not my work I have my own stuff right and so just remembering that we all have a responsibility over our own emotions and not other people's takeaway number five Oprah said this um, and she had brought other speakers on stage too, so it was really emphasized a couple of times, but one of the speakers had said, run to your healing, right? Run to your healing. And just that phrase alone was just so grounding for me to hear that really she was talking about, you don't have time to waste, you don't have time to play around, (laughs) you know, everyone will die. And I know that feels harsh, and I know that can feel jarring. I don't know where everyone's comfortable uh, level is in talking about death and dying. I've been forced to have to get comfortable with it as multiple people in my life, including my sister and my dad, have died. And so for me, I've had to face death and learn that I don't have time to play around. I don't have time to waste. And I live with that every single day. And so running to my healing a couple years ago was so important. And I really want to emphasize this, that when we don't heal ourselves, we bleed over other people who don't deserve it. So invest in yourself to heal and grow, just like you invest in other things, right? We go for an hour massage. We get our nails, you know, mani-pedis and our $5 coffees or, you know, all these nice things that feel good and we deserve them but also keep in priority that your healing and investing in your healing and your growth is if anything i would argue is the most important priority on your list and where to put your time your money your energy into is that you know not to make excuses everyone's been through something everyone's been through pain and you deserve to have peace in this lifetime you deserve to have mental well-being You deserve to free yourself from the suffering and how you carry that pain, right? It's not about the perspective of the pain will never go away. It's about how to carry that pain and carry that load in a way that feels lighter, in a way that feels meaningful. It's really about shifting your perspective of how you see a situation, not necessarily that the sadness goes away. So for example, my sister Odette dying wasn't about me taking away the sad about that. I don't that will never go away, right? There's always a little piece of my heart that's broken from that forever. And I don't believe that everything happens for a reason. But for me, it's necessary to find the meaning and make sense of the pain in my life and have that be the thing that inspires me. It's the thing that brings honor to my life and it brings you know, a way for me to feel purposeful in this lifetime and have meaningful relationships. I'm not trying to fix or change it, but rather allow it to change me and inspire me from that process of healing. So that image of running to your healing was so powerful. So I I hope that that resonates for some folks right now. Takeaway number six. Life is not here to punish you. God did not have a bad day when he made you. That was exactly what Oprah said, and I loved it so, so much. Um, You know, she really talked about, we are worthy of being here. You know, you're worthy of being here. Your life matters. You have purpose. You know, this world hurts you and what happened to you is not your fault. And you're still here for a reason, right? So seeking your truth, telling your story, taking the time you need to to heal and to evolve and to grow you know this world really needs people to come alive to their gifts and share it with one another and and really kind of continue to support each other in this way that is so key to feeling alive again right so you're not here to be punished life is not here to punish you god created you for a purpose and he did not have a bad day when he made you Takeaway number seven, who are the people that are part of your love army, the people that will fight with you for your best life? You know, she talked about really appreciating uh, people in her life. I think it was Oprah and another speaker who talked on this, but really finding and building your tribe and appreciating the people in your tribe now that are fighting for your best life with you, that jealousy, that envy, that competition, that that whatever that feeling is that you know in your gut that doesn't feel good, that that doesn't belong in your life. And you can create boundaries or distance or even end relationships that no longer are serving your well-being. And so really building your army of love, building your tribe, and and being part of other people's tribe and supporting them and whatever that means, the highs and the lows, right? Oftentimes we're really able to be there for someone during their downtime when they're sad, right? There's something about pain that easily, quickly connects us to other people. But there's something that I have noticed when someone is happy and they're thriving and they're, you know, building their dream and they're putting it into life and people have a harder time supporting that. And it's interesting to me why that is. I think it's really equally important to really support one another in both visions and in both times of highs and lows that army of love needs to be there through and through and so that was a beautiful kind of image too of having an army of love. Takeaway number eight. Oprah says it's a lifetime of choices. You can have it all just not all at once. And she would always kind of reference that how her own life was that way, right? So she had a vision of what she wanted to do, right? She wanted to teach people. She wanted to really kind of inspire and innovate and um, be with people. And she had an idea of what that looked like, but she didn't really know that it would turn into, for example, like having a network or building a school in Africa for girls or having her magazine like she just what she did was just make the next right decision and then from that place make the next right decision so each time it was that kind of pattern that she would have something that she connected to again her intuition her her intention her why she would make the next right choice right so whether that was to leave the network and to start something new right that was just the next right decision and then when she got there, then she made the next right decision. And all of those series of next right decisions led to where she is now in her life. And so even where you are today, just really bringing that into focus for yourself. Like, where are you now? Where, what's your vision of where you want to be in your life? And knowing that there's going to be things that derail you from that. But you can always come back to, okay, what's the next right move for me right now today? or this week, or this month, and do that. Then when you get there and you accomplish that, then make the next right decision from that point. So it doesn't have to be all mapped out. You don't have to have this overwhelming plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, and it being perfectly aligned. Otherwise, it's not going to go right between now and the next year. It's really about having this loose vision about maybe how you want to be you know, in this world and what you seek and then create the next right move today for that. Then make the next right move once you get there and just continue to do that. Takeaway number nine. This is kind of where we're gonna end because I think it was the most powerful of it all and kind of threads everything together. But she said, your why should make you cry right, getting really clear on your intentions, the why behind your goals, like even the why behind the why. Why do you have this goal? Why do you want to get up in the morning? Why do you want to go to school? Why do you want to graduate with this degree? Why do you want to have children? Why do you wanna not have children? Why do you want to be a successful businesswoman? Why do you want to, whatever it is, your why, why is that? And why do you wanna be of service to help people? the why behind your your everything is the thing that should bring you to your knees you know the why behind your healing the why behind your growth the why behind your dreams it should bring you to your knees and make you cry because that is what's going to get you up every single time you fall every single time you feel quote unquote that you failed or you get a no or you got rejected It's the thing that's going to get you back up and keep going. Look at my posts. I don't get all these likes. I don't get all these comments. I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it because there's a reason within me that I know what my why is that brings me to my knees every single time and it will make me cry. And that's why I show up on this podcast. That's why I post what I post. That's why I want to connect with uh, other women and do these healing retreats. There's a why behind that for me that I don't care even if it's one person that I impacted, that why is so just part of my blood, my, my heartbeats, and that will get me up every time, no matter what. So that's the level of intensity that it comes with. And so really getting to know that why for yourself, it's personal, it's deep. And it it, even oprah got choked up when she shared hers and it it, i'm getting choked up when i start thinking of mine right it's that level of intensity that you want to bring to your intention behind why you want to do something why do you want to go to the gym why do you want to eat healthier is it because you want to live longer you want to is there something that happened in your own family that you just want to make sure that you pass on you know this healing in your own generational lineage and your ancestry you want to create a new path for them you know even when I think back why did I go to college somewhere deep down it was for myself but really I'm like my nephews my future children I want them to know that they can have this in their future somebody in their family did this and now here they are I'm so proud of both of them one's about to graduate in May my sister who passed away her son is graduating from college in May my other sister her son Is in college now, and they went straight from high school to college. And those are the things it's like the why makes you cry. I can keep going on about it, but I think you get the point. (laughs) Oprah talks about going within, finding your superpower that God only gifted to you. Take the time to seek clarity, wait to hear it, wait for the whisper inside to hear what is your superpower, what is your gift, what is your why listen 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 and take the time to pause have the courage to ask for what you want from the universe have the courage to ask god what you want and his will to be done get to know your why behind everything that you do those of you that have been through some stuff you know oprah was saying this and she said it at the end and man, I definitely got choked up and (laughs) I think me and Monique were just hugging up on each other and holding hands and it was just such a beautiful moment. But she said, those of you have been through some stuff, right? And, And look at how powerful you are still. You are still standing here today, even after everything you've been through, even every time you were hurt, dismissed, rejected, heartbroken, mistreated, discriminated against right you were building strength in those moments and that strength equals power life is not here to punish you right you were created on purpose in purpose for purpose as oprah says that we are god's children and that we are if whatever god needs to be for you right but we are all part of this tribe of human beings this love this blood that connects us all? And how do we partner with one another and support one another's dreams and visions and best selves to come through? How do you partner with your own intention and make your vision, your dream tangible? You have everything within you to see it through to fruition, my friend. I hope you never forget that. And so in summary, I'll go over the nine takeaways real quick without the description. And they are number one, separate yourself from the swirl. Everything is rooted in your intention. Number two, you deserve rest. Number three, stop the disease to please. Number four, I am not responsible for your emotions. I'm responsible for mine. Number five. Run to your healing, sister friend. Run. (laughs) Number six, life is not here to punish you. God did not have a bad day when he made you. (laughs) Number seven, who are the people that are part of your love army? The people that will fight with you for your best life. Number eight, it's a lifetime of choices. You can have it all, just not all at once. And number nine, Your why should make you cry. I hope you enjoyed that episode, my friend. Visit me at aditzi.com. It's in the show notes. There you can find more information about podcasts with my retreat, uh, my one-on-one services, life coaching for women. I'll be doing a sliding scale fee, especially with this time right now. I know that a lot of people are struggling with financials There's a way that I'd love to support you even in that time. If you'd like to connect and, you know, ask for a sliding scale fee, I'm more than happy to honor that. Just send me a message and we can talk about that together. Follow me on Instagram at Adit Chachagi, the handle's below. And please subscribe and leave an honest review on this podcast. I hope you share it with a friend and discuss this episode together. Just talk about your takeaways and how you can support one another with implementing one or more of these takeaways in your own life. Wishing you a wonderful blessed day, sister friend.